Biblical Counseling in Russia on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions to the problems that people face. This week on the podcast, I have with me two brand new guests to our show, my brother Evgeny Bakmuski, who is a senior pastor at Russian Bible Church in Moscow, and also Victor Zubarov, who is the pastor of counseling. He has an MABC from the Master's University, and he's certified with us at ACBC. Now, I'm so grateful for these brothers. Thank you for traveling so far to be with us. It's it's fun to to have you in the room here with me and us having a discussion. I cannot wait for our listeners to, to hear a little bit about the two of you and the work that the Lord is doing with you all in Russia. And it's it's really exciting to me to hear what the Lord is doing. And so thank you so much for being with us. Yevgeny, I want to start with you, if I can, and to just ask a little bit about your church there in Russia, Russian Bible Church in Moscow. And I want you to help us to understand a little bit about the church, maybe its history, how it started, how the Lord is using you guys there. You know, uh, Moscow, it's quite a global city and a very unreached city. Out of 20 million, you barely can find, I would say, less than 40,000 evangelicals. A really small number, really small number. And out of these 40, probably only 10% kind of healthy ones. So if you want to make a difference in Russia, you got to be in Moscow. No matter you like or don't, don't like, it's just reality. It's the most inflational city in the former Soviet Union. And uh, we've been praying to see spiritual awakening in Russia. And in order to, to see that, you got to have healthy churches. And not really many churches there, but also not really many truly build their ministry on the Bible. Mm-hmm. Biblical counseling, preaching, teaching, evangelism. So we've been praying to see such churches, or at least a few churches like that, mm-hmm. based on the Bible, sufficiency of the Bible, authority of the Bible, and um, we've been praying, a few families. It's less than 20 people total. We started by grace of God in 2009. And by, by true God's help, we, could, we saw amazing growth every second year. We doubled in our size. We moved to a different place. And now we have um, in our building 700 people coming every Sunday. It's like our maximum capacity. A possibility to accommodate. We plant, we help to grow uh, other churches, revitalize, plant, teach, and it's just been exploding mm-hmm. and uh, growing through evangelism, uh, through teaching God's word, uh, training new leaders. And again, it's really based on biblical foundation, mm-hmm. sufficiency of the scripture. Many people will look at us and saying, oh, it's like a Bible driven, crazy driven. Huh. It's never going to work. But God honors his word, and we see many people come into faith. And uh, we actually feel ourselves like a Macedonians come and help because there are so many people that we're not really able to accommodate them all. I think that's a great call. And Evgeny, you and I met one another maybe a year or so ago. Our sons are students together at the Master's University. Yeah. And so we've been able to share uh, a bit of time together there. Mm-hmm. And uh, even hearing 
a little bit more about your story and the work that the Lord is doing there at the church and how he's beginning to expand it. And I want our listeners to know uh, the, the call that you make is an important call, the, the call for the need of those to be workers among the harvest field where the Lord is saving people. And mm-hmm. I think that's a great call. And, and I want to talk even a little bit more. Victor, I want to ask you a, a question as it relates specifically to the ministry, some of the things that, that Yefgeny talked about there at Russian Bible Church. And you're a pastor of counseling and you have a background as a student. Uh, you went to the master's university and uh, did an MABC there. Uh, I want you to talk a little bit about biblical counseling now as a counselor in, in Moscow. So if we think about ACBC, our, our one of our taglines is to say, you know, we're, we're going to help you to have a biblical solution to the problems that people face. People are people, whether they're in America, whether they're in Russia, whether they're in Africa, and we, because we're creating the image of God and we're affected by the fall, people are going to have similar problems. And the Bible is, as you mentioned, the Bible is sufficient to help us to deal with those. So just talk about biblical counseling and you being a counselor there now in Moscow and then what the Lord may be doing there in in Russia. Thank you for your question. But by God's grace, Evgeny invited me to be a part of the or the team who started the church in Moscow 14 years ago. Yeah, we went together. Oh, yeah. okay. That's yeah. great. We started from the beginning. And uh, from that uh, point of, we faced that many people, they ask for help. For help. I would say that uh, in those times, there are very few people who are able to help with the spiritual need. And uh, like other people who has graduated the seminary, I thought that I know the answer for any questions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was <laughs> a lot of fail that I made and uh, praise the Lord. I uh, entered to the team U and I has graduated there. I've got a lot of uh, spiritual insights and uh, a lot of uh, tools how to help people. And uh, we have several programs in uh, Russia who can help how to deal with difficult issues. But I would say none of them, uh, maybe some, they have biblical approach, but none of them based deeply at the Bible mm-hmm. and have Bible-driven mm-hmm. approach to counseling. Some of them pretty good, but uh, they're not so solid. And that's why uh, as counselor, I meet with a counselee, they try to use secular approach or something else, but we need to return to the Bible and to help people from that foundation. And uh, as I know that, uh, for example, counseling uh, department at uh, Team U and uh, ACBC approach, they have a Bible like a foundation and you can drive it only by them, not by something else. No, and that's helpful. And it's really interesting to me to see the work of the church now becomes very natural as we think about the proclamation of the word of God. And you see it begin to affect the lives of people, as you mentioned over couple of years, seeing yourselves double. And the word works in a lot of different ways. The word works in terms of conviction of our hearts. It exposes our, our conscience. It exposes the sin within us. It also is a comfort and encouragement. And as that's happening, you need people who can meet with with folks one-on-one to, to address these problems. And I'm sure it's happening there, similar to, to what I've experienced here in the U.S., where when you begin to, to help people with the word and you demonstrate how sufficient and hopeful the word is, 
to the normal problems that, that people face. There, there's a hunger, as the scripture talks about Matthew 5, there's a hunger and a thirst to want to know the Lord that way, to, to want to have that peace which truly satisfies like nothing else can do. And when we see the work of the Lord in that way, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what the Lord will do. And I'm, I'm going to challenge some of our listeners, uh, some of you who are at school at TMU and, and, and where I teach at Midwestern Seminary and some of the other schools around. If you're looking for places to go and serve the Lord, uh, you can take some of the training that you have in places just like Russia or around the world where the Lord is doing incredible work and they need laborers who can help them bring the beauty of the sufficiency of Christ. Yeah, please come to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> we would love to have you. I mean, we can see the 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 Lord doing that kind of that kind of work in places and um it would be exciting. I, I want to talk to you Victor just one more question as we think about this uh and counseling particularly. I'm sure people wonder, you know, we, we, Americans we have so many issues and so many problems and so many difficulties that, that we try to work through in ways that we categorize those things. And some people may say, well, you guys face some different realities. What are some of the counseling issues that you all encounter most in your context? It depends on with such people you just face. Uh, for example, during the COVID, we tried to help unbelievers. Uh, we made it like a center. Yeah, center and uh, counseling center. Counseling center. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And we we made it a website and uh, post there our cell phone number and that people they called us. And mostly at those times uh, that people who called us with a depression with. Uh, Thoughts about suicide yeah. with some angry issues. So that's a usual for unbelievers. And uh, by God's grace, several people who were faced with us, they even repented. Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw the fruit of our labor. If you uh, ask about people who were involved attend to the church, I would say that we faced with uh, many uh, family issues, uh, conflicts, uh, resolution, anger issues, the same. And, uh, for example, with a teenager and uh, young adult, problem of purity. I would say uh, very similar with the American context. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Moscow, it's uh, added something because in Moscow, people are very busy. Mm -hmm. They do not have a lot of friends who can ask them about, okay, what's the struggle do you have? What do you read from the Bible? Mm -hmm. Whom do you evangelize? Mm -hmm. So that's the question we need to ask by ourselves and uh, that somebody asked us. That's just a counseling on the simple way, believer to believer. But at the same way, if we have uh, some difficult issues, for example, divorce or the problem with uh, uh, one guy, he was in our church and he overtake his pornography addicted. Mm -hmm. So that's why we need for to help him how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, helpful. And even as you're describing this, uh, some of the shape of our problems may look different, but, but as humanity, we're dealing with so many of the same problems. And that's the brilliance of the scripture yeah. is to help us no matter what. Some of the worldviews that you guys may face might look a little bit differently, but the manifestation of those problems in the human heart are present themselves very similar. Yeah, you uh, can have kind of different context. Yeah. Kind of slightly different context, but uh, human nature, yes. the same everywhere. Yeah. That's, that's like right. I remember myself when I was a young minister, I started to meet with some Americans. I thought they were people from different planets. They kind of have different struggles, never get angry, <laughs> arrogant, 
mm. kind of sinful behavior. And now I'm being in the U.S. a lot enough. They just like Russians. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're sinful and angry and arrogant. Yes, we could say all of that. That's so true. Yeah. It, it, these are things that are common to our sinful nature and the manifestation of it. Now, Evgeny, I, I don't want to miss sort of the elephant mm-hmm. in the room as we talk about, you know, conflict that's happening in your part of the world. And it, mm-hmm. this is something that I know our church has prayed for on a consistent basis for believers both in Russia and the Ukraine. And uh, as we talk about the the military conflict in Ukraine, I want you to give us sort of a sense of how this has impacted your church, how this has impacted your brothers and sisters in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and even your counseling ministry there. Yeah, you know, this uh, terrible strategy uh, broke our hearts. We have um, compassion to our suffering brothers and sisters in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and we try to do our best to help with refugees to pray for peace and um, protection and mercy and the grace we try to give as much as we can, really. Mm-hmm. Our hearts and prayers there with our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's truly affected our life in many ways. Mm-hmm. First of all, people learn learned to be much more compassionate. When something's happening far, far away, you don't feel, you're not really sensitive that so much. But when you're happening with people whom you really know, whom you met, and it's really touching your hearts, and I, it's gave us many lessons to learn mm-hmm. and um, to reconsider our life, really. Mm-hmm. Secondly, many people realize that uh, time has shortened yeah. in many ways. Everything might change. Just you can't play a kind of plan too much ahead. You, like one day tomorrow, I'm going to have some chance or going to have some time. Tomorrow might be so different than you expected. So you got to do right things right away, right now where you are. And then thirdly, it helped us to reconsider our commitment to ministry. Mm. Because of, uh, especially for Russian Christians, Russian Christians are going to suffer a lot. And now we suffer in a different way. And uh, I think it seems to me that tomorrow is going to be worse. And if you're not really renewed your face, you not really have a full commitment to minister these people around you, around you, you're going to be hard for you. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, I have a, something to die for. Mm-hmm. I have the gospel. Mm-hmm. I have all sufficient God's word to rely on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to apply that and I'm going to maximize my time. I'm going to redeem my time for God's kingdom, for his work. And it's such a helpful way. I see that our church is energized mm-hmm. in many ways. And uh, I see that people passionate about preaching, passionate about studying, going deeper and going further. And truly, in Philippians 1.21, people see that for us, a death is going to be a gain because of Christ, our treasure. Yeah. And we can see that Christ is the only hope in, in such devastating and difficult times uh, that we live in, for sure. It de- definitely teaches us to, uh, as Moses said, to number our days. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to me how how the scriptures, walking faithfully with the Lord, uh, gives a person so much meaning and value and purpose. Mm-hmm. And when people see tragedy like what you're describing, people find themselves in despair. They don't know what to do. And yeah. we have the hope that's found in Christ. You know, a friend of mine whom I studied together in high school, non-Christian, I tried to evangelize him for many years, no response. But that time he called me mm-hmm. himself and we met from 7 p.m. till 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, I know my best, our best days on this planet over, but what's really bringing you joy? 
and I've been sharing the good news of Lord Jesus Christ. And he was asking these questions with full interest. Mm -hmm. And he never heard that. Such a, <laughs> he never been so attentive as, bef uh, as before. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see many Christians coming to faith mm -hmm. because of uh, they see there is no ground, stable kind of, there's no rock to stand step yes. on. And there should be something more, something more. And we have the gospel, we have the Bible, we have the true answer, Jesus Christ. Yeah, really well said, brother. I think, man, what, what a thing that if we can pause and even pray. I want to encourage you all to pray because uh, the Lord is using a difficulty like this to, to open the hearts of people to ask questions that are related to eternity and that the Lord would use uh, these brothers in Russia to, to continue to preach the gospel and the folks who are, are there in fellowship with them. Now, most of our listeners know I, I've talked about what we see happening around the world and my excitement for that, to see biblical counseling spread uh, across the globe, because not because biblical counseling is so wonderful. It's because it's a position that sees the sufficiency of the word, which strengthens the church to minister well in a very practical way. Uh, I think I would argue according to uh, the way God designed the church to, to run. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about your work there and even explore how ACBC can help your ministry there because ACBC is a parachurch. We're not God's plan. The church is God's plan. Mm -hmm. And so the vitality of ACBC is only to the degree that we can help the church to be strengthened, to grow in the word, to minister practically and well. And so I, I want you guys to just talk a little bit about ways that, that we can pray for you and how ACBC can help your ministry there in Russia. It was interesting to me that when drafting was announced in Russia, uh, some people, they left country and we gathered together our elder board and we encouraged each other and we decide why we stay, we will stay in Russia. Mm -hmm. And the reason was who will trust our message if we will leave mm -hmm. and we will proclaim the gospel from the Paris, from London, from Berlin. Nobody. Mm -hmm. We stay in Russia because we wanted to we wanted to reach our people mm -hmm. with the gospel. And that's the message. That's the point of uh, table for us. Mm -hmm. We wanted to bring the gospel through that uh, this darkness time, through the difficulties and help people to understand their own understanding, uh, to understand their belief, to whom they will believe, or they can live. And uh, I would say that uh, ACBC, it just help us to bring the gospel to ordinary issues, so which people just uh, face uh, each day. And that's why we wanted them see on their life through different perspective through different lands, through the gospel lands. Mm -hmm. And that's why I would say that ACBC can help our church and help the Russia in total. So I would, I would ask that people will pray for us, mm -hmm. pray for our church, that a counseling ministry will grow, will grow in influence, will grow in a number of people who are prepared for the counseling others. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's our dream, to see healthy, Grounded at the scripture churches. Yeah, Victor, he is a humble, extremely gifted brother, great biblical counselor. He actually ministering for the whole Russia now. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I think that uh, your ministry could continue to provide great resources. Mm -hmm. And uh, some pastors, they are so busy with um, day-by-day ministry, and sometimes they don't have enough time maybe to develop some curriculums or some answers. They believe that Bible is sufficient, but they really would be blessed to get some answers from the Bible from others. And Christ granted and blessed many churches. We can share resources. And we badly need a training center. And uh, a local church-based, we have a perfect person, Victor Zubarev, very gifted, well-trained person, tested and proved by his ministry. Mm-hmm. And we will build around him a training center of biblical counseling for Russia. It would be the best thing to do because of there are many churches, hundreds, thousands of churches, many people, and they're looking for better training, better resourcing. And uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. And we as a local church, very much opened to be such a hub for mm-hmm. biblical counseling ministry in uh, Russia. Well, I, I'm going to ask our, our members to make sure that you're praying for, for this to come to fruition. Uh, it's something that, that you and I are dreaming about and praying for. And I'm going to ask our members to, to join us in that. And uh, I look forward to our conversations even in the future. I will mention something, and I'm just always amazed by the goodness of God. Anytime I talk to you guys and, and folks who are around the world just like you, and in the providence of the Lord, I can't do what you can do in those places. Providentially, the Lord brought you up in a family in Russia who speaks Russian, and he wants his gospel there. I can't speak any Russian, and the Lord is choosing you to do that work there. And I I love that we can partner together for the sake of the name of Christ Mm -hmm. and join together and that we would support you in the work that you're doing there. And we aim to do that at ACBC, to to do what we can to, to help strengthen your church so that you can do the work of the ministry, strengthen your people so that they can be the light of the world in the dark places of the world. And so uh, I'm so excited about you guys being here and the relationship that we're seeing built with ACBC and the work that's being done there in Russia. And I appreciate you, brother, so much. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. You know, I'm so grateful for brothers like Yevgeny and Victor and their willingness to take the same word that we share here and present the truth of that word and its sufficiency in the context of where they live. If you remember, when I first started at ACBC, one of the one of the things that I was passionate about and still am today is to see us help churches across the world. I started talking about something like ACBC Global and how in the world could we, maybe as a part of our repentance in America, stop propagating things that are unbiblical to the rest of the world, but but let's start exporting the beauty of Scripture, not an Americanized way of thinking about life, but a biblical way of thinking about life because it's sufficient in every context of the world. You know, almost three years ago, I was sitting in a room here in Kansas City with a group of Spanish-speaking leaders in the biblical counseling movement, and we met for several days, and we were discussing what it would take to develop and implement a fully Spanish process for ACBC certification for those non-English-speaking counselors in Central South America, even here in the United States, in Spanish-speaking parts of Europe. And we were brainstorming because we wanted to see this global idea come together. And this was a monumental effort that involved ACBC training, exam graders, qualifying and training Spanish-speaking fellows for supervision, and developing an online certification portal. 
a process and Spanish website. And by God's grace, what we've seen is we launched a fully Spanish certification process in the summer of 2022. So if a person is a Spanish speaker and all they speak is Spanish, they can walk through the process, training phase one, two, and three to certification if they only speak Spanish. And we're ready to replicate what we learned with our Spanish certification process in other countries, countries like Russia, countries like Germany, countries like China, where they speak Mandarin. We want to see biblical counselors supporting their churches in those contexts. But the expenses, to be honest, for these projects are significant. And we don't currently have the resources to meet the growing need, the growing demand in these countries. I want to ask ask you today, would you consider becoming a partner with ACBC to support in our global initiatives? If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing here at ACBC, let me encourage you to go to biblicalcounseling.com backslash donate, or simply click on the partner with us link in the show notes that's attached here to this show. I want to encourage you, be a part of what the Lord is doing. We are seeing unbelievable demand and need that's around the world, and we want to be able to meet some of that need, and you could help us to accomplish that. You can find out more about our global initiatives and our global partners by going to biblicalcounseling.com.